Whether you just got promoted and want to succeed in your new role or you're aiming for a promotion this year or any other career goal that you're pursuing, in this episode, I'll be sharing with you the three important steps you'll need to take and consider to achieve your goals. Here's the question. How do you successfully transition into your first official leadership role, build the confidence and competence to lead your team effectively, and establish yourself as a respected and trusted leader across the organization? That's the question, and this show provides the answers. Welcome to the Manager Track Podcast. I'm your host, Ramona Shaw, and I'm on a mission to create workplaces where work is not seen as a source of stress, but as a source of contribution, connection, and fulfillment. And this transition starts with developing a new generation of leaders. I'm a leadership coach, a mom of three, a coffee lover, and a travel enthusiast. Stick around because in this show, you'll learn how to think, communicate, and act to become a confident, high-performing leader people love to work with. Let's go. Welcome to this very first episode of the Manager Track Podcast in 2022. I hope you had a good Christmas break, Happy New Year, um, that you're healthy, and despite all the COVID-related challenges, that you had some time to relax, be with your families and friends, and enjoy the break. Now that we're back, I want to talk about goals and achieving your goals in 2022. There is something about the new year and the fresh start that I personally find really inspiring. It always, sort of this year-end time, always um, inspires me to sit down and to write about my accomplishments of the past year, to reflect on what I've learned, what I'm ready to let go of, and what I want to accomplish and focus in a new year. But as much as I like goal setting and achieving goals and setting high, ambitious goals, there's also something in the process of goal setting and our sort of common understanding of what it means to set goals that I think we have a little backwards and I want to talk about this today and what I think the issue is with goal setting and the three specific steps that I invite you to consider as you're thinking about your own goals career goals this year they do apply to personal goals as well but I want to keep it focused on career goals for the purpose of this podcast So if you're ambitious, you have big goals, but you also have fear and doubt running in the back of your mind, then you are in the right place. So I'm going to talk about three specific problems that I see with goal setting and the specific steps that I recommend and I help my clients with to overcome these specific issues. So let's start with number one, the first issue with goals is often that they're not nearly as specific as they need to be. We may say, I want to get a promotion or I want to get a salary increase or I want to land a new job, but we're not articulating it in a measurable way or with a date attached to it to really paint the vision of what that success will look like. Um, I personally struggled with this for a long time because I thought that, you know, being open and being flexible to opportunities as they come my way will actually allow me to capture opportunities that are coming my way will be beneficial for my career success. And there is absolutely some truth to that. But here is where it gets tricky. 
in our brain, there is the reticular activating system or the RAS as short that filters out what actually matters to us. So as we are driving down the road or as we are looking and researching information on the internet, for example, or as we're uh, digging through projects and plans and reports and so forth, our brain, the RAS, will look at all this information and let in what it deems to be relevant and important. So for example, if we see a red light on the street, we know, oh, pay attention. This is dangerous if you're not paying attention to a red light, right? So we stop. When we see a purple light, our brain doesn't associate this with any danger, generally speaking, and we may not even notice that there is a big purple light on the side of the street. Uh, similarly, when we're looking to prove a hypothesis, for example, or we're trying to make a specific point, our brain will naturally filter out the relevant information from all the things that I could read in a report or search online to hone in on what actually matters to us. The very typical example that you've probably heard before is if you're looking to buy a red car or a Tesla, all of a sudden you see the streets full of Teslas or the streets full of red cars. That's the RAS that filters out information. So if you don't set specific goals and you paint the vision of what a successful accomplishment of the goal will look like, your RAS doesn't doesn't support you in achieving that goal nearly as effectively as it could if you were specific about it. So as a personal example, I'm looking to publish two books in 2022. And so for me to see exactly what I want to achieve with the books and where I want to sell them and what they will look like and the message I want to bring across and the audience I want to reach, all of that will help my RIS figure out what information that sort of hits my screen and I scroll through social media or Google or connect with people. It will always bring to my uh, attention anything that's related to these specific goals and the more clear I am on the goals the easier I make it on the RIS to actually do its job effectively so that's the first thing and as you're thinking about so this is the first issue the first step for you as such is to articulate specifically what you want to accomplish what goals career related goals or leadership related goals are you trying to accomplish in 2022 now, and as you do this, particularly if you have ambitious goals, there might be a voice popping up in your head that tells you all the can'ts and shouldn't and you're too greedy or too demanding or too ambitious and it can't be done and it's never been done and why you and who are you to do so and you're not good enough and you're not ready yet and it's too hard and you've got too many things. It's all these things will likely show up as you're specifying and clarifying your goals. Know and expect this chatter in your head. Having this chatter there doesn't mean anything about your goal. It just is a side product of setting ambitious goals. Don't try to mute it. You don't need to listen to it. Just know that the vast majority of people who set ambitious goals and achieve them also have this chatter that they carry around like their smartphone, it's just always with them and they go out and do it anyway. The chatter is a side product of setting ambitious goals. Don't see it as a reason not to go for it or that you can't do it. Just accept it as part of the journey and then move on.
So now let's move on to step number two. And I would actually say this is the funnest part, especially for a coach. And it's the step where I see people unlock their potential by making this one shift that I'm going to share with you right now. The issue at hand is that we often think that once I achieve this and this, then I will feel accomplished. Then I will feel good enough. Then I will be happy. Um, I used to think, well, once I got this internship at this company, I'll be accomplished. I remember my early years in my college years and in my early career, I would think once I get my bachelor's, I'll be set up for success. And then I thought, once I get my master's degree, I'll be set up for success. Then I got my master's degree and it was like, no, wait, once you get this internship and then once you get this job and then once you work for this company and it always made me feel like I need this one more thing until I will feel accomplished. And I see this now with a lot of people who are trying to get more certificates and more uh, degrees and more and more because they think one more thing will then make them feel accomplished. We have this completely backwards. It also applies to basically all other areas in our lives. If you think about health-related goals. Once I have this kind of body, I will feel confident. Once I be able to run a marathon, I will feel like an athlete. And you name it. It's never true because the moment we achieve it, we still feel like we're not quite there yet and we'll need to do more. We compare ourselves to what we don't have and therefore we're in that hamster wheel. Similarly, with making money, once I will make 100K, I will feel successful. And then you make 100K and you think, wait, wait, no, I need to make 200 because really it's not enough. And then of 200, I need to make 500 and then I need a million. And then, you know, that wheel keeps spinning too. Or when it comes to relationships, you may think I'll be happy once I'm in a relationship or then we're in the relationship and we think, well, I'll be really happy once we're married because I need that security. Then once you're married, you realize that isn't the thing that makes us happy. And then you think, well, maybe I need a baby and it keeps going on. We got this backwards. We need to feel the way we want to feel by accomplishing our goal Today, today we need to start cultivating those feelings. When we cultivate the feelings that we actually want to go for by achieving our goals, we drastically increase the likelihood of actually achieving our goals. Plus, when we do achieve them, we will feel confident or feel healthy or feel successful because we've been cultivating that feeling all along. We don't think achieving the goal will then create this new kind of feeling it may for a day maybe for a week but then you'll back to ground zero it's not sustainable so you have to cultivate the feelings all along when I support clients in achieving a big promotion maybe they want to become a VP in the organization or a director they have to start feeling like a director or a VP ahead of time the feeling that they cultivate will then also influence their actions that they're taking ahead of time so let's boil this down show up today like the person you think you'll be once you achieved your goal let me say this again you must show up today like the person you think you'll be once you achieved your goal 
In other words, the feelings that you're after, maybe the feeling of confidence or the feeling of accomplished or the feeling of being successful, you have to start feeling them today. The way you start feeling them today is by changing your thinking about yourself, about what you're after and who you are. So if I start thinking, I am good enough, I deserve this, I feel abundant, I feel successful today and I keep making that shift in my thinking, it will cultivate the feelings that I'm after. And from that place, because feelings fuel our actions, I will be able to accomplish my results way faster. There's a quote by Jim Rohn that I love and it speaks really well to this. He said, success is something that you attract by the person you become. So instead of going for the success, think about becoming the person you need to be to achieve that success. So here are a few specific questions. What are three things that the person you'll be once you achieve your goal thinks about themselves? So if you want to get a promotion this year, let's say you want to become a director this year. What would you as a director think about yourself? If the answer is, I would think about myself as accomplished, um, successful and confident, then you got to start thinking this about yourself today. You cannot wait to become a director and then start thinking that. That doesn't work. What are feelings that you would feel down the line? So very similarly, if you would feel abundant, if you would feel empowered, if you would feel um, successful, start cultivating those feelings. So now we talked about the thoughts and the feelings that you would have once you achieved your goals and you want to bring them to today, starting today, cultivating those. Now let's talk about the actions you would be taking. So let's say you're a director. What would you do every day? Maybe you'd say, oh, as a director, I would change my wardrobe. As a director, I would send people birthday gifts. Or as a director, I would go out and see if I can find prospects for my company. But you may think you can't do that yet because you're not yet a director or not yet a VP. And that's the big problem. You got to start doing and taking the actions today that you think you would be doing once you've achieved your goal. So think about the actions, the things that you would do differently. Let me recap. What are the thoughts? What are the feelings? And what are the actions that you would have and do once you accomplish your goals? And then you start practicing them today. So that was step number two. And that was the biggest of them all. I think it's the biggest flaw in this idea of goal setting and why so many of us lose steam along the way, give in to fears, or we achieve the goal, but then don't feel nearly as accomplished as we thought we would. And what we do instead is we still think we're not good enough or not accomplished enough and we just set another goal. And there we go running in that hamster wheel. Okay, now let's move on to step number three. And this is to get really clear on why you want to achieve your goals. The reason why I ask my clients to do this and why I'm asking you today to think about the reasons for achieving the goal is because when it gets hard, especially with big ambitious goals, you will likely face some setbacks, some challenges along the way. You might get tired of it. You might start procrastinating. You might listen to the self-doubt in your head 
And in those moments, you need to be really clear on why you want to achieve your goal in order to get back on the horse and back in the game. If your reasons aren't compelling enough, the likelihood for you to follow through on your goals are pretty low. And there shouldn't be just one reason. So for example, if someone is a new manager and they say, I want to double my team by the end of the year and I want to be seen as an exemplary new manager in my company. Why is it that you want that? It cannot just be, well, because I want to be the highest paid new manager. That in itself is not compelling enough. I invite you and challenge you to think about 10 reasons for why you want to achieve your goal. Keep asking why. Why? Because I want to be a role model for other females in the company, for example. Why? Because I want to be an example for my kids. Why? Because I want to have the financial means to have a nice car or to have a specific house. I want to prove to myself that I can grow and challenge and do hard things. I want to have a greater impact in my company and contribute to the culture in a positive way. I want to be the first minority person in a role like this. And the list goes on. These are just a few examples. But think about 10 reasons and write them down because not only will your commitment drastically increase and you'll probably be feel a lot more inspired to pursue your goals but also when you do hit uh, roadblocks and expect the roadblocks don't be caught by surprise most people when they're after big goals will face some setbacks so anticipate it by writing down these reasons and number two by already deciding today how you will talk to yourself when you face a setback will you tell yourself you're a complete failure you can't do it see it was too ambitious it was too bold who do you think you are here is proof that you're not cut out for it or that you bit off more than you can chew all that self-criticism or will you be kind to yourself and compassionate to yourself and speak to yourself like you would to a best friend for example um Seems like, you know, this was a great learning opportunity. Now you know something you didn't know before. Now you're actually set up for the success. It's okay to make mistakes. I anticipated the mistakes. It's part of the journey. All that matters is that I get back up on my feet and it's going to be okay, right? How are you going to talk to yourself? Think about this ahead of time as well. This is, by the way, in all these three steps, but particularly this last step, I think it's having a coach who can mirror back the way that you show up and not just setting the goals, but then also what you do in case of failure is really important. Because the moment that you start criticizing yourself and putting yourself down when you have a setback, your brain will remember the setback as a bad negative moment, a negative experience. And our brains want to avoid negative experiences. We don't want pain. Your brain is designed to avoid pain. So guess what? Next time there's an opportunity on the horizon, your brain's going to like, no, 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 wait, too scary. Because you remember last time you did that and then it was really painful. Don't go for it. But when you start talking to yourself in a compassionate way, your brain will see that opportunity. So like, you know what? The worst that can happen is that you learn something. You grow through the journey. It's going to be okay. Go for it. And these are the small things that will build patterns over time. The way you talk to yourself in a situation of failure or challenges is incredibly important. 
Okay, so this was a lot of information that I shared with you. I did, in fact, an entire workshop on this topic last year, but I wanted to share this with you in a podcast today. So I'm going to quickly recap what we talked about. So step number one is to get really clear on what you actually want so that your brain can actually present the information to you that matters to your goal. You're allowing your RAS to do its job effectively when you clarify your goals. Number two, decide who you want to be. How do you want to feel? How you want to think? And what do you do once you accomplish your goals? Start doing, feeling, and thinking all these things today. And this is not going to happen by coincidence. You have to be super intentional about it. This is all part of managing your mind. And then step number three is to clarify why you want to achieve this goal. Write down at least 10 reasons. This will help you be more committed and it will help you to stay in the game in when you face adversity. And speaking of adversity, the last thing that we talked about was to plan ahead on how you will talk to yourself when setbacks happen. Be compassionate and kind to yourself. Talk to yourself like you would talk to your own best friend. These are the three steps and the three challenges that I see when it comes to goal setting and sticking with goals, particularly ambitious goals, and the three specific steps that I practice and that I help my clients with throughout the year so that they can drastically boost the likelihood of achieving their goals. If you have an ambitious goal set for yourself this year and you have a pattern of aborting or abandoning the goal uh, halfway through or you have a lot of self-doubt, you're not sure if you can actually get there, having a coach on your side can be a key factor that contributes to your successful achievement of your, of your goals. I cannot emphasize this enough. I'd love to be your coach. If you're interested to speak with me directly about your goals for 2022, head on over to RamonaShaw.com forward slash apply and you and I can jump on a call, talk about your goals, look at the roadmap and what will be required for you to achieve that goal and how I can support you so that you're set up to succeed. Thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you next week. If you love this show, then you love even more my free training for new managers. If you haven't watched this training yet, then I'll strongly encourage you to sign up at RamonaShaw.com forward slash masterclass. You'll discover the key shifts you'll need to make as a new manager and the number one most common mistake to avoid. Plus, you'll walk away with actionable tips that you can apply in your role right away. Go to RamonaShaw.com forward slash masterclass to sign up.